Okay, before we go back to uh, Sivdal, let me just recap from last night, the Avodim. I could, think I could put it in two minutes, you'll have the whole sugya from last night uh, committed to memory. Uh, we have three types of Avodim. In order to be an Eved, you have to buy the fellow or capture him in battle. He's now yours. You made a Kenyan on him. Of course, only where permitted by law. The Shulchan at the beginning of that seminar, Hilcha Shabbos, as he always does, you see how oppressive the regime was. He, he puts a paragraph that the following simon is not no gay at all because in our societies we don't have slaves and we're just going to go through the sugya to understand what the din was. Because the whole paragraph, there's a lot of, uh, sometimes you've got to read it slow to figure out what's from the censor, what's from the, uh, what was put in for the, for the Goyim. So, um, you know, the last Mishnah in, in Kedushan talks about the only way to be a Matara Mamzer. Uh, a bit of a complicated process where... Uh, if you have a mamzer, so the mamzer can marry any the psule kol. But the problem is, if he marries a mamzerist, the, the kids are going to be mamzerim. Anyway, he doesn't marry a mamzerist, the kids, it goes after you the psul. So how do you have the kids grow up without the taint of mamzerist? So basically it comes down to finding a girl who's about to convert. This is very tricky, because like, how do you go out with her beforehand? <laughs> She's not Jewish. It's very tricky. There's one... One seminary in Eitz Israel that uh, takes care of this. Not a seminary for regular Beziakov graduates, a, uh, like a Balas Shuva type of place, and they're very accommodating. It's a b- tremendous mitzvah. It's, nobody knows about it because it's all done on the radar, so I'm not going to tell you who it is, but the Rabbanim who are involved in these things know who to contact, and it's not done very often, as you can imagine, and very often it's not very successful because they've got to like each other also. Uh, but take a girl is about to convert, but very committed to the program, and... And at the Geiris, instead of doing Geiris Hashem Geiris, he does a Geiris Hashem Shifcha Kananis. It's a Mishnah. And then he, instead of marrying her, he's kind to her. You could do a regular Chov Gedushim with dancing, singing, a band, and everything. You know, no one's going to notice the difference. The king is the king. Whatever. You figure it out. Not, not everything has to be said into the mic, you know. <laughs> so that's an old rule anyway. Uh, sometimes wonder about the Chassan's officiated why the mic all of a sudden goes bad. That's all. <laughs> It's all prearranged. Uh, sometimes lights go off, you know. Uh, I don't have to love them. It, it, it didn't work too well then, but uh, sometimes. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, so she's, uh, she's now a shifcha, and then she can have 20 kids. They're all avadim. And, but they go to regular yeshivas, and then when they all, um, when they finish having kids, so they free everybody, you know, they free her, and they free them. And, you know, and then they're, they're not related, I'll be then. Biologically, you have kids, it satisfies that need. Um, so anyway, that's um, you know probably not for video that whole sugi, but whatever. But there's a there's a way there is a way to fix it up. So the problem raised by the Peskim today and probably the Peskim passed 1865. By the way, I, I believe the Emancipation Proclamation was signed before the Civil War. I think that's what triggered, right? Yeah, before the end of the war. So anyway, if it's prohibited by law, so can you even do that? It's a big machlik. It's a very important point. So some people can say, yeah, that's not do with Abraham Lincoln. He just meant the, the slaves that you torture and whip and uh, treat like subhumans. He's not talking about it. He treats her like a regular uh, wife. Um, hopefully. She have to do the dishes. She has shibudim. The, the regular wife has also. That's not a, that's not a shifta. Uh, you have to go out of your way to treat her better. So that's not what they meant. And others say, no. is a kind of a slave. So the Kenyan shifta doesn't work. So, and that's the Al is alluding to, but then you don't know what he said for the censors, what he said for the thing. It's hard to know. 
where you hold that the whole king is not chal, it's um, anyway. That's a bit of a problem. So there was a there was a Yaakov. You were telling me this place in the Africa. So if you go there, I guess if it's not prohibited by law, you say the Asir in ninety two. Um, so it's not going to help there either. But that, that's that's a that's a complication for the sugya. Anyway, what? No, so that's what that's what the argument is. Not so posh. It's not so posh. It's like the famous case they had. I think it was in the time of Sam Sefer, and somebody motioned to the government that the Jews are doing millions of dollars worth of sales at a certain period of year, and that no one's paying sales tax. No one's paying sales tax, and that millions of dollars of sales was at that time of year was Pesach. And the Rav was selling millions of dollars, uh, sometimes tens of millions of dollars worth of homes. No one's paying sales tax. So I think the way it went, it definitely happened in Europe, I think the one it, it came to, Baruch Hashem, was Franz Yosef, who was a very great friend of the Jews. And he said, uh, he said, nah, that's a religious service. And after that, <laughs> everybody starts screaming, yelling. What? If he looks at that as such a Rama, he basically said, it's not a sale. Remember, it's not a sale. So he's saying, it's not a sale. So then they started writing chuvas and they went back and they figured out they basically got the government to, they, they got to be agreed that it's a sale, but it's not a sale for the type of things we'd like to charge sales tax on because I'm Franz Yosef, King, King of Jerusalem, and I don't bother Jews too much, uh, which was the case, Baruch Hashem. Um, so that's, you know, that's always on the line. Like, when is it, what do they mean by Dinah the Sedina? Uh, the, the, uh, Abolitionists, is that what they were called? Uh, those who wanted to get rid of it, would be very Canaanite. They probably wouldn't want any type of slavery on the name, uh, form, or fashion uh, whatsoever. So I, I don't think that's Poshit. Anyway, recap from last night the three types of slaves. You made the Kenyan of the slave. You have a slave that is Makabal, Mitzvah Kisha, and is Malvatovel, full fledged Evid the Shifcha. The Adon is Mitzvah to make sure that it doesn't do work. But that's the way he passed The Evan himself can't do work. It's Chayiv and Shmir Shabbos, like Chayiv Mrs. Kisha. And anybody else in Chayisol can't ask him to do work either because Lif Neighbor. That's category one. Category number two is when the Evan was not mobile to his Makabal Zion Mitzvahs. Then the Adon still can't ask him to do work because it's Gercha. Either can anybody else, but they can do their own work. It's not Chayiv and Shabbos. The third category was what we rushed to at the end. The most complicated is the three way Machlaik, all three possible Shitas. The word Makabal, anything. Some sheet to still hold Evadim and Evad because he made a Kenyan Evad on them, and therefore the master can't tell them to do anything, and another Yid can't tell them either. Sheet number one. Sheet number two is the master can't, other Yid can, and sheet number three is none of the above, and you can tell them to do whatever you want because they don't have a status of an Evad, I'll pee, I'll pee din, just I'll pee the monetary laws that you were kind of an Evad. Those are the three sheetas. Um, let's go back to what got us into this. Go back to Siv Dalar, the last word on page Ayan Gimel. Yesh, we'll see the Machaber again. Yesh, mi shamate b'shvachasholanu. Let's go to Sif Cotton Lamed Dalit on page Ayin Gimel. Yesh, mi shamate. Everybody see it? Bottom two lines. B'shvachasholanu. Pirish, b'shvachasholanu. Kanu Yisli Yisrael. Lamais Yadam. The own name, the Yesh, mi shamate b'sholem. Some matarit al b'shalakam v'shnei tam nem b'shitazu. The two possible reasons. Yesh, shabir, the kivin, shekanu yis, top line, lamais Yadam. Since you own them for the Maizyadayim, Vadanayim, Musharin, Aleim, Shalat, Tassanam, Lachavu, Bishabis, and the Shailis, why is this an important detail? That's, what, that's why we went to Rechaim. This type of Evid is fully Kani, and the, there's so an extension of the Adon, so to speak, is even Mitzvah to make sure they keep Shabbos. Im Kain, 
Lekach shash chasnas v'kir badaz bibishuleim. Why? The yodon k'yad baleim. It's like an extension of the hand of the master. Arezanechshav k'ilo adon atzman who shabishul. So it's like the Jew cooked, even though the guy cooked, because the guy is just an extension of the master. I, I like to zero in now that we saw we saw last night. Why is it important? Why they use this lashanis in the achreinim that uh, it's a type of evid mamish an extension? You even chay for the chil shabbos. Why is that important? Let's say with the the type of evidence you were kind of is not keeping any mitzvahs, whereas the machlekes, would that make a difference? They're not an extension. Is it because the master is responsible for their Shemir Shabbos, which is category one, when they're mobile tovel, and category number two, where they accept the Zion mitzvahs? Or maybe not even category two, but Zion mitzvahs just makes them a geratoshiv like any geratoshiv. That shows up more bailas. Or is it that they just have bailas? So it's a little bit puzzling why they had to put that part in. Chaira Yadokiyad is just bailas. So that's all three categories. That's why I want you to be clear on the three categories. But Nonetheless, it's not going to make too much of this. Allah Almighty says, we'll see. Uh, that's the first explanation. Zel tam rishim b'shit dezil. Fi tam ze. Have we got the first one lines? Lefi. Fi tam ze. Lo shayach hach hetera. This whole heter of this machab, this yeshayimim. Ki em b'shifcha hakanu yelodon. That would only apply to an old-fashioned shifcha. Avo shifcha haschira lo lezman. Kigan l'shana l'chatsi shana. You have a long-term living. Uh, even if you bought them for that, or schurah here means rented them, yesh lesser bishul, there should be also for the vidyevit, the chol shar bishulakum, sharei, ena balabayas muzur, amalacha schurah bishabbis. If I make a deal with somebody for a year, a half a year, ten years, it doesn't make a difference, uh, I'm not metzuva on their shmir shabbis because they're not above them. According to the first reason, then there wouldn't be any heter, which obviously would mean today there's no heter whatsoever. According to this first reason. Kadisa barachayim sham imkan imbishul nechshu kibishul balabayas. And they're not an extension of you. That's reason number one. Now, reason number two is going to be a huge nafkamina. Vaytam shenin emel heter shvachas v'hu. To lo chayish lo chush lekir vadas v'chasnas elo b'mish aisa mitzana la'avas hayisrael. The only time you can talk about the chashash of intermarriage is when they're trying to get cozy through the meal, through the food, trying to get friendly. So you have a neighbor and he cooks some delicious uh, meatloaf for you and he wants to invite you over. That's what we're nervous about. That's what Chazal is nervous about. And they're doing it out of their own volition to be friendly. This shivcha, uh, by the way, everything you say about shivcha applies to Evid, just the time of the people working in the kitchen was usually the, the shivcha. Shivcha she muchrachas lasas malachta afila in Muchrachas means she's forced. Which means whatever the deal is, you're living for the year, the month, uh, whatever it is, but you're staying. Imkain, ein bibishulam ishum kirvadaz vachasnas. There's no warm and fuzzy feeling. And the fact that she cooked something and because she only cooked it because she had to cook it. Because I asked her to make dinner. So, according to that reason, even a, not a regular slave, even though the goof is not kani, it just signed a long-term contract, the safe safe calls man, she's she's not doing it, and therefore, and therefore, these are the two reasons we have. We're going to discuss the third thing later. These are the two main reasons over here for now. Yes? So, so I understand that it's probably not the case, but according to the second reason, I hired a chef right. in a restaurant, and he's, he's I'm forcing him to cook for me. In a chanami? In a chanami? In a chanami. The argument can be made, the argument made that Beso is la dafka Beso, it's your house, it's your establishment, if a Jew owns the restaurant. If he doesn't, 
uh, if a guy owns a restaurant, which can happen, certainly out of town, if a guy has a hechsher, and the guy, the guy owns a restaurant, and the guy's cooking, so they're still not going to have this hefter, because Goyim are making food for you. But, if a Jew owns a restaurant, it's his establishment, um, Shaz Hadid is his, his based on the business, let's say he's renting a storefront in Manhattan, which is not his house, but he's renting, it's Chiris Kanye, okay? It's his business, his business, his business, and I'll even make it better. He bought the whole building in Manhattan, and it's his thing. And he's hiring the chef, so the chef, according to the second reason, is forced to do it. We'll discuss in a minute why that might not be the case, but according to what it sounds like from here, I hired a chef, uh, we're in the 1700s, I hired him for a year. Not going anywhere, and he stayed, and I never was kind to him on the slave market, but he stayed for the whole, the the, the, uh, the guys that worked in the houses then, they used to be with them for generations. They had a job, nobody left the job in Europe, and then he's here. So in Hanami, the answer to your question is yes. Now, Hanami, according to this reason, would apply, according to the first reason, obviously not. Yes. Nobody likes. Well, one second. Nobody likes working. Somebody else when they're being told what to do. You're just thinking, wishfully, that the chef really loves what he's doing, loves his job. That probably works the first week or two or month or two. Afterwards, nobody wants to get up in the morning. And uh, I was just uh, talking, to, talking to a guy who uh, who retired, and he said uh, he said he promised himself he's never getting up with an alarm ever again. That was his. The problem is, I told him, I said, that's a slight issue for his mom, creation mom, his mom, Tfila, and a from person can't, uh, you know, the Seder in the morning, Davi, you know, it's, uh, it's a slight issue. But nobody wants to do this long term. I'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy what you do, but Lamaisa, there are days he doesn't want to do it, and he has to do it anyway. Uh, and, um, and that's considered muhur. It doesn't have to be a case you're standing over there with a whip. No, the shifcha was known. No, no, it was known in your... known. the shifcha is when you were hired in the house, you did the peeling of the potatoes and the cooking and the cleaning. That was... It's not like the Sanu Chiddush now. She's also doing cooking. Cooking was, it was front and center, I think, in the, in the thing. I'm going to get back to what you're saying later because we talk about the windows. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get to it right now. I'll give you the sneak preview because he's going to discuss it soon. Somehow we have two madregas. We have uh, Ebed that's bought, or shifcha that's bought, and then we have one that's called the Schiris, like for long term, and that's the way it was in Europe. And we're talking about a concept that they're forced to do it and they can't go anywhere and there's no way they can go and it's not a mobile society and that was the way it was. Why else does somebody want to stay a shifcha for 50 years? And then we, uh, they, they used to yashin them to the children. I don't know if you've noticed, but in the United States of America today, in the year 2015, Limis Parham, uh, you get a whole long list of things when you hire somebody for the day through an agency of what they don't do. They don't do windows, they don't do this, they don't do that, and, they, and, and then they take off uh, for, for this legal holiday and that legal holiday. It's a whole different world. You can't force anybody to do anything. So we're going to raise the question. That's a serious question. That is, uh, maybe even the second Sephardah doesn't apply today. Nobody really feels forced to do anything. Now, the argument against that is, and there's not really a lot written on this, this is a recent phenomenon. The argument against that is, Lamaisa, when you have somebody from a third world country who doesn't have papers, it's not naturalized, probably here illegal, and they really need the money, they're going to work hard, and they're going to want to make good on their performance because they need the job. So it might depend on who it is and where it is, and, and I think we've seen both. We've seen uh, prima donnas that... Uh, that <laughs> I was by somebody's house once. I was there with the Rebbitson. <laughs> Rebbitson told me out there, he said, there, there's some... We, we, were, we, we were out of town. We were staying uh, a couple of nights there. 
a very well-to-do person, and uh, she commented, she said she, she thinks that there were many maids who wish they'd come back as a Gilgals their maid. And I knew what she was talking about. She was like, she didn't do anything. They were like catering to her. It was wild. I, so she ate at the Shabbos table. Because mom is one of the family. Which, which is going to, we're going to get back to that because some, the Pesachimah don't like this whole heter, say it's mamish Fakert. There's more of a chance of chasnas with the person you're familiar with in the house than there is an outsider. There's Sfaris HaFuchas over here. Uh, so that was, uh, and I was in the house a couple of days. She mamish didn't do anything. And, like, and she was ever, when the, when the lady of the house, a very sweet lady, whenever she asked her to do something which was rare, she like apologized 10 times. Says, oh, I hope I'm not She was sitting there doing nothing, and she said, oh, I, I don't want to bother you. Can you maybe uh, put away the dishes? You should give her a look like, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> it was the funniest, it was the funniest thing. <laughs> so, uh, she's getting paid nice money. I, I, I don't know what it was all about, but, uh, so that's, that's a problem, if that's the situation. Now, it's probably not like that in most houses, because we don't have money to burn, and we're not going to, those people won't last that long. But there is, you understand, there is a certain mindset in America, even if you're new here, that, uh, you know, where did the expression come from? I don't do windows. That means the per- people walk in and say, you want to, I'm, I'm a maid, I'll stay for the day, I don't do windows, I don't do this, I don't do that, but I don't do it. In Europe, they, you couldn't say, I don't do something. Your job description is whatever we ask you to do. So that's going to be a question which we're going to raise probably next week. Uh, does that even fit into the second shot? Is it true that they really feel mukhruch to do this or they're going to raise an objection? I don't know. Do you guys have uh, cleaning ladies? Do you find that you wouldn't be home? You wouldn't know. You ask your wife and you get home. Uh, do they generally put up, a, put up a fight when they're asked to do things which they didn't think were part of the job description or they just cooperate? You have to, have to know it's what? Oh, is that why they're not cooperating? I was wondering. I think that's a nice lima schus. I don't know if it's a to be down the schus, but, uh, you know, when, when somebody stopped by a cop and ate the stroll, they play the same trick. <laughs> and then he may be in shum milah. Yeah, what? Which part? Which way? They may, well, yeah, because no one's going to want to hire them back unless that lady out of town I told no, you about. They, they, she they, re- no, what, what I'm saying is that they feel that they can move from house to house without letters over coming. Right, right, right. There are no, no attached. But this is America. This is okay. Right, right, right. It's not, not a... Right, right, then they wouldn't do that. Okay. But so the mindset could be a big cash in the system because the whole second shot is based on the fact that they feel this pressure and there's no relationship and there's no, oh, I'd love to do that for you. They can't stand doing this and they're only pressured into it. Mamela, that's the only reason they're doing it. That's the, that's the second svar. Okay. Zabir das HaMetir on the second to the last line. Page Ayan Dalit. We'll see how we pass him. Lamed hey. Mishamata Bashwakashalam Samachavan Mashkasam Pesan the Fis for Shnia, Anagamashwakas Asturis Latam and Shaisis Mitsar Hekh Ulam. Yeshla Stopik. So now he's gonna mention this Taina. Shastopik and Shayah Heta Zebba Paul Sakhayim. If you only hire him for the day, keep the Yachalasaba Koshah Shiitza, it's a free country, go wherever you want. And again, I always like trying to understand European history, but it's very important for halacha, and this is an important component. In Europe, they didn't have slavery, so why couldn't they just pick up and go? The assumption is they couldn't. In America, the assumption is they could. What changed? I don't know. Lack of jobs, poverty. They just they want to take a risk. No, they want to take a risk. If you go somewhere, you might have another deed tomorrow. It means a small village of 40 families, where are you going to go? Everybody else who's there. Right, okay. You could just get your 
Right. Right, right. in the town of Benin. Right. Right. They paid bread. They were fed. Uh huh. Okay. Which which basically makes you like a slave. Right. 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 Because if you take a risk and say you quit, if you threaten to quit, you might have to quit. And then if you quit, now what? Right. No, That's no, what. Right. Right. No right. Okay. So in America, it's not like that. Even for the poor third world country people who are coming in, um, as a matter of fact, uh, we have a lady comes by, and uh, for a few hours, and uh, I once looked outside. I was walking outside, pulling out of the driveway actually, and her husband. I, I never saw it dropped off. I just happened to be in the driveway. Husband is a very nice car. <laughs> so, I don't know if she's working by me. We don't pay her that much. Uh, but yeah, that's the answer. the answer. He has a job. She has a job. Together they pull together with the other 86 people in the apartment. And, uh, and they, they put it together. So th- there is some mobility. And that's why he's putting into question, is there this pressure? Is there this hechruch? Ella, Greg, Kapalter. So again, the, Ellie, so your comment before was correct for nowadays, because it's not because the chef is doing it out of love, it's because if he's a fancy chef, he doesn't need you, and if he didn't like it, he can go somewhere else. So that's the possible argument. Again, it's not muchach, but that's the possible argument, that if he's talking so good, he has a resume, and, and who cares? And if he didn't like it here, he would leave. The shayel is, is that always true? Is it always so easy to get a job? Now, so you, you raise the argument, how can a palter have her bread that's us or, or, or a professional cook? He's always getting paid. So he's doing other pressure. He needs the money. The answer is, yeah, he needs the money. He's doing it for money. But he, he might, like Ellie was being up, he might like what he's doing. He might treat you as a customer as a social equal. And he knows that he doesn't need you as one customer. And goodbye, I'll go, I'll go work for a different restaurant. So that's, that's the difference in today's society. He wants to the And therefore, you can say that by a pearl, which is the situation today. And that puts into question the whole heter. If we don't know what the real pshat is, and again, we have we have machlekes because we have two days in the machaber whether this heter exists of an evident shifcha. If it exists, is the pshat that has to be real evident shifcha, which makes it irrelevant today, there is no heter, or is the pshat is the being forced, and even in that pshat, maybe nowadays that's not true. So you have a sex, sex, fake uh, going in the wrong direction. And I'm pointing that out because when we use this as a possible kula, the Gabi Kashmir and the Kalim, keep in mind this kula is, uh, is on weak ground. Yes? Right. Well, but okay, but I don't think it's worse or better than any other industry. The point is, is that today they're hired per day, or maybe have a contract per year, but it's a free country, as opposed to them where it was officially free, but it wasn't that free. So we'll get back to these for as a Mr. Shem next week.